The following program may contain viewpoints and opinions that do not necessarily reflect those of Radio That Doesn't Suck Incorporated or Making Our Seniors Matter. Welcome to Seniors Speak, a podcast series by seniors for seniors, organized by Making Our Seniors Matter, a not-for-profit organization and funded by the Government of Ontario's Ministry of Seniors Affairs. I am Terry McIntyre, Senior Investment Advisor with Manulife Securities. I am so proud to be a sponsor of this podcast. Having seniors speaking to seniors and bringing the program themselves together is something you just don't see. And the minute I heard about it, I thought, this matters. And I was really pleased to see it, what, it's, what they're doing, how they're going about it. I had to sponsor. It is just the right thing. I hope you enjoy the shows. This is Ken Graydon for Senior Speak in Caledon. And I'm pleased to have with me right now, Dorothy Mazou. And uh, first thing I just want to ask you, Dorothy, I know what you'd like to talk about, home sharing, but tell us a little bit about yourself first. Sure. Uh, well, I am a retired architect, uh, currently a realtor with Royal LePage, housing advocate, and also uh, launching a website, uh, Golden Girls Canada, early in the new year. And I will tell you about that as part of my presentation. Okay, so why don't we just have you start to tell us really what is home sharing in your mind? What are you talking about? Well, home sharing basically is, is simply sharing a home with someone other than in a conjugal or a romantic relationship. Uh, it could be sisters and brothers sharing a home. It could be uh, uh, roommates renting an apartment together. It could be a homeowner who's renting rooms in their house to other individuals. There's a whole range of things it could be. Uh, it could also be uh, four people uh, purchasing a house together to share. And why is this such a good idea, in particular for seniors? Well, a lot of seniors are living in a large house uh, if their spouse has passed away or, or they're divorced. I think something like 30% of, of seniors are likely to be facing their, their senior years uh, on their own. And this is a way, one thing, for them to stay in their own home if they wish and uh, find p compatible people to share the home with them to help share the expenses. Uh, it could also be um, a case where someone is elderly and needs some help in their home and just would like some help with the rent and have an able-bodied younger person living with them to help share the running the household, whether it's grocery shopping or shoveling snow. Um, that's certainly one way it can work. Um, uh, the image I really like is if people just decide to share a home together, get to know each other, so that by the time any one of them is in need of additional care, uh, yes, you would get a PSW in and support, but also people care about each other and they, they know each other and want to look out for each other. It sounds like you've had some personal experience with this. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about it, either today as an adult or even maybe when you were growing up? Sure. Well, I can do both, actually. Uh, when I was growing up, uh, we had uh, a couple of ladies living next door to us, the Mrs. Nolan. I think one of them has, was a retired school teacher, one had been a secretary. I don't honestly know that part, but they were sisters, and they were sharing the family home uh, quite happily. Uh, in the other direction, there were, I think, two Mrs. Hersey and their brother, Mr. Hersey, also family members sharing a home in their old, later years. Um, also, my, my ex-husband's aunts all shared their family home. I think they were four of them. 
Uh, some of them had been out working, some had been married and were widowed, um, and some, I think one had never left, left home, but they shared the family home together. Now, today, uh, the family home probably is, is long gone, and you may not even like your, your, your siblings, uh, but I've been living with other... Oh, heavens. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I'm fortunate. I get along with my siblings, but they live about 500 miles away, so... Um, but I have been sharing a home with other people for really most of my adult life, other than when I was actually married. Um, it, I've shared a home with other single mothers with children, as I had my young son was raised in a, uh, with varying combinations of people. He went through his adolescence living in a home with three adult women, which, uh, well, you know, that seems to have worked out all right. Um, I've, I've told people when I met his, uh, his fiancé's father, she, he, uh, he, he told me that she was the best thing that had ever happened to her son, or his son. Oh, dear. <laughs> Can I say that again? Somebody's son. <laughs> yeah, right. Whatever, yes. No, but when I, I'll, I'll repeat that part. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when I met my son's fiancé's father, he said that my son was the best thing that had ever happened to his daughter. So I tell the world that, and I just did again. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, um, Later on, I, I did share a home, well, I think my favorite place was, was in the middle of a Shepherd's Bush Conservation Area in Aurora. It was six women sharing a house together. A big old house built in the 1920s, uh, lots of room. I think the third floor originally had been servants' quarters, but we, we shared it all. And then the day came when the mother of one of them was going to be buying a house. And she was, had been living with other, other folks as well, but then she was going to buy a house on her own. She was about 72, and her daughter knew that she was going to have to go with her mom, and she looked at the rest of us and said, anybody want to come? And a couple of us, so we all knew her mother, but uh, I you know, had particularly had a, a good relationship with her, so I volunteered. And so we found a place together in Bolton. And for the first few years, she was still in fairly able-bodied, and uh, the two of us were out working. We would come home from work, and she'd have our dinner ready for us, and we would share some time together. But over time, uh, the condition which she was experiencing even then worsened, and eventually uh, she was in a wheelchair. And at that point, we needed to find uh, a bungalow where she could get around with a wheelchair, and uh, we did in Caledon East, and that brought us to Caledon East. Uh, that was back in 2005, and then in the intervening, oh, eight years, I guess, her condition continued to worsen. And uh, eventually, she, we had PSWs coming in. We had a lot of support from Caledon Community Services. But the fact that there were two of us able-bodied adults in the home with her enabled her to stay at home until within two weeks of when she passed, when she did go into Bethel House and passed there. Uh, one other story I'd like to share about living with her was uh, she had been invited to her uh, 60th uh, reunion of her nursing school class. And her daughter couldn't go. Uh, her son was available, so he said he would go. And I said, well, I'd be happy to come too, which he appreciated because I could be of more help really to her than perhaps he could. So I arrived with her and we got the wheelchair in and people said, oh, oh, so you're a PSW. And I said, no, no, I'm not a PSW. Oh, you're a volunteer. Isn't that great? And I said, well, actually, we're friends. <laughs> and it was sort of a, a foreign concept to people that a friend would actually have that kind of relationship. And that's something that I see could be very valuable to seniors, and I would love that for myself when I'm in my later years. Well, that's quite an idea, and I guess one of the challenges in making it work is to find people who are compatible to be together. How do you do that? Well, that I guess 
does come to the Golden Girls Canada, which is, it's basically a database, which is going to be launched early in the new year. And it's similar to a dating site. People will enter their basic information. The homeowner will say, I have a home, I have this room available. Not only about the home and whether there's public transit and so forth, but also their lifestyle, what she lives like, what she, what she has to have in her home and what she can't have in her home. Is she allergic to cats? Does she love cats? And then the housemates would do the same thing. And so that way you would begin to get a match. Uh, you'd still go through the same procedures. You'd still meet each other before you make a commitment. And um, I'd recommend police checks. Get one for yourself and have any potential homeowners get that for themselves. And, uh, and then at least you have the basis that you know there's a potential for being compatible. And then check references. Be careful. But at least you know there's a good possibility that you could have a good match. That's very good advice and a great idea. So, Dorothy, thank you very much. Dorothy Mazou of Caledon, and this is Ken Graydon speaking for Senior Speak in Caledon. Thank you, Ken. I'm Dorothy Mazou. I'm a realtor with Royal LePage RCR Realty in Bolton. I serve the Caledon and Dufford area, Halton Hills, uh, north end of Brampton. I specialize in working with seniors, and as I'm a senior myself, also I am starting a home sharing database early in the new year called Golden Girls Canada, which will enable people to find other people to share their home with, people that are mature adults due to the fact that say 30% of seniors face their, their senior years alone, and this is a chance for them to find compatible housemates to share a home with. Golden Girls Canada is actually an affiliate of the Golden Girls Network in the United States. And the Golden Girls Canada website address is ggncanada.ca. And our Facebook page is Golden Girls Canada. Our telephone number, 416-550-4015. Seniors Speak is an innovative podcast that gives a platform for seniors to speak on issues that are passionate to them. This podcast is possible because committed seniors have volunteered their time to share their experiences, stories, issues, and their expertise to help educate, inspire, and empower other seniors and their families. This unique program was founded and organized by the not-for-profit organization Making Our Seniors Matter and generously funded by the Government of Ontario through the Ministry of Senior Affairs. If you've enjoyed any of our stories or perhaps know someone or an organization that would also enjoy it, please feel free to share. Visit makingourseniorsmatter.com for more details.